Hello and welcome to uni. This is Jack Murphy. Uni is all about getting you into the right college course. And in this podcast, we chat to students about their college experience, bringing you insight into the life of a student, as well as providing useful information regarding college courses. So in this episode, I will be chatting with Tommy, who studied law and French at University College Cork. I hope you enjoy. Tommy, it's great to have you on. Welcome to the podcast. Thanks very much, Jack. Excited to be here. How are you? I'm doing good. Yeah. Doing good. Yeah. Yeah. Having fun. COVID and all that. You I know. know it's hard, but uh, you have to keep pushing. We truck on. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So do you want to start by telling everyone a bit about yourself and your academic background? Of course. So I, uh, my name is Tommy Mallon. Nice to meet everyone. I graduated law and French from UCC in 2018. Um, so came through secondary school obviously and then moving forward to college it was something that kind of jumped out to me loved languages loved English and I think that's a channel that a lot of people go down when they love English and it's been great Um, after university I've been kind of working in the legal field primarily not in the solicitor route doing a lot of paralegaling with tech companies and stuff but it's been really interesting it's cool. been really cool that's good that's good and uh, we can get into what you're doing now and you know the options after graduation super and everything like that after but I want to start uh, at the start take me back to the leaving cert and you said you were good at English and how did that mm. then form your experience and expectations of law yeah so I think it's it's kind of a trope that if you're good at English law is something that you should look at I, I don't think it's as clear cut as it was maybe made out to be or that I thought it was at the start because when you actually enter into a law degree the most important thing about starting law is that you have looked at it beforehand and found it interesting you have to be good at English or have a certain skill with English for law but it's not that being good at English yeah. will make you enjoy it and I maybe got caught up a little bit there so it's a <laughs> bit of a culture shock but loved English um Loved languages, so I knew that I wanted to bring forward like a pursuit of, you know, a language field as well into college, um, which is very easily facilitated by, you know, law and French, the, the joint honours kind of situation. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And did you, what about any other subjects then, like business and stuff like that? Um, would you, do you think they apply to law? Absolutely. I think business, probably more than anything else. Um, yeah. Just, just critical thinking, anything that brings yeah. a certain amount of analysis. I did like music chemistry and biology were my other electives none of which necessarily like bled into the law field at all but analytical thinking and critical thinking are the major skills that come out of a law degree and having experience in that going into a law degree is super yeah absolutely absolutely so bring me back to your first experience of college so you know day one you finished the leaving cert you maybe did a six-year holiday and you end up on the campus of ucc yeah campus of ucc and yeah. are you from cork no, I'm from Tip. Okay. So I, so I moved, moved out of moved home. Moved down and moved out of home. Yeah. Uh, what was it like? Um, it it was great. It was exciting. I can't even say it was jarring. I think I was just very excited to be leaving home yeah. and kind of starting the whole college life and everything is great. Um, so first day of UCC, I mean, you meet a lot of people and everything's very exciting and very colourful. And my class, like the law and French class at the time in UCC was only about 18 people. So we kind of met each other knowing that we were going to be spending a lot of time with each other. Yeah, that's not that many people. Not a lot. Yeah. For, for, a, for a university course, it's yeah. quite small. Now, yeah. it obviously, our 
general law lectures were with the entire law stream. So there would have maybe been 140 people yeah. in that kind of greater but stream. law and French. We was... had certain classes that were just law and French. Yeah. Um, and then our French lectures would have been with the French stream. But we had certain French law, you know, maybe two modules a year that were just the law and French crowd. Um, so that first day, I mean, you're just meeting people. You're, you're trying to absorb... I mean, it's named. It's a game of names for the first couple of days of university. Yeah, of course, yeah. Um, but it's just exciting, you know. Yeah. It was really cool. We had, you know, introductory lectures, which were great, learning about the different legal things we were going to be studying. And then I remember just sitting down in a classroom and someone was just speaking French at us for an hour. Oh, okay. And that was my first moment of like, wow, this this college is like... End. Yeah, college is different to how secondary school was. Yeah. Um, yeah. But it was cool, man. It's exciting. And, and you said they... So they were speaking French and I, how much French is actually thought in the course then? So we... We would have learned about French law and stuff, which is purely a law and French stream kind of module through French entirely. So we would have listened in French taken our notes in French and then our examination would have been in French. In your French language modules, some of it is taught in French at the start. It kind of, it's primarily English and then over the course of a number of years it moves towards French. Um, you do need a background, you need a certain command of the language just to yeah, be able to express course. yourself. But by the end of your degree, especially if you make the most of your Erasmus year, um, which, pardon me, which was mandatory for us, we... By the end, I think everyone had a certain fluency. Yeah. Um, especially I'll, so, especially if you go to yeah, France I mean, or, yeah. you you can go to France and speak English for the year, and you obviously won't improve. But if yeah. you go and and have any interest in improving, it's very easy to do so over the course of a year. So we would have graduated, I think, ninety percent of us w with a certain idea that like I could definitely express myself very comfortably in French. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. everyone was kind of dancing on that borderline of you know, testing at like a C1 level, which would be a step below a native speaker. You know, we okay. were all kind of dancing around there. So okay. well, are you fluent now, Tommy? Give us some French. Not now. Definitely <laughs> not now. I, it kind of went down the same road as my Irish because I loved Irish in school. And one of the things that we could do in UCC was study constitutional law through Irish as well. Um, small UCC plug. It's the only university in Ireland that does that. Okay. Uh, but as soon as I stop using it all the time it kind of declines yeah, a little bit I know. So. especially that's one thing um, that's apparent with languages as well that you need to mm. uh, keep it up you gotta keep using them I'm yeah, back I listen to a, I watch Brooklyn Nine-Nine in French now which is is he serious? yeah I don't know if it's helping but it's definitely <laughs> really interesting that's interesting because mm. it'd be like an American eyes kind of it's American, American eyes. it's just like current French slang you get a nice way of, of like you know, when people say, oh, you know what I mean, or are you sure? And little kind of common everyday Englishisms that we use, like pieces of slang, you get to see what they are in French at the moment because yeah. French slang is really changeable as well. Uh, it's a great show as well. So, um, great show, I, yeah. I would recommend it. Jacques Peralta and Capitaine Holt. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> so, in terms of, so, you know, law is known for having um, like fewer hours than yeah. a lot of courses. And, you know, one thing that Leaving Cert students might be thinking is, you know, there's not that many hours, but oh, there's so much, so much reading and so much yeah. other things like that. Um, in terms of like breaking the course down into a week in your life as a as a student, yeah, uh, could you go through that? So, 
The idea that uh, law is quite low in contact areas is absolutely true. You would average maybe eight to 12 hours a week of, you know, sitting in a lecture with a lecturer speaking to you. Um, but it, it is balanced by, a, there's a hell of a lot of reading. So if you find self-motivation and self-direction difficult, it's definitely a skill that you need to bring up moving into a law degree because the expectation will be your lecturer will explain concepts to you and then refer you to readings where it that concept is fleshed out. So you're kind of given the framework in your lectures and the readings that will help you turn that framework into like a complete knowledge base. Yeah. So your examinations will always be on more than just the lecture. You know, it will be the lecture notes the readings that the lecturer recommended and also what you've read yourself to add like spice to your answers. Yeah. Um, So a week in the life for me, I think when I got my workflow figured out, a week in the life for me was regardless of how many hours I had in a week, I worked nine to five. I did like a full-time kind of shift. So if on a Monday I had no lectures, I would do nine to five in the library uh, I mean, obviously, like eating lunch and, you know, taking breaks and stuff, but trying to base yourself out of there to catch up on reading, to work ahead, to be fleshing out your notes into like a learnable format. Um, yeah, so it does require, you know, a good bit of not just reading, but, you know, thinking. And you for know, that's, sure, that's a big part of law, as you yeah. mentioned already as well, critical thinking and building that base. Absolutely. Um, um, yeah. And then on, you know, just to continue the example, on, on yeah. Tuesday, if I had six hours of lectures then I would only do those free hours in the library and still stop like you really have to find a work-life balance and like that is college almost definitively is like you have all of these crazy super exciting extracurricular activities yeah. which everyone should do but it's like how do you balance that with productivity because you can balance it with sitting in the library on your phone and like chatting to people yeah or you can try to construct a really positive productive environment for yourself at work and pushing yourself to be productive and like disciplined with your work only facilitates the fun stuff of course yeah there's no negative to it bar maybe two hours in the morning when everyone else is like having chats and you put the head down and work yeah but then you get to stop guilt-free in the afternoon so I mean, it, it seems like you have a good, had a good process, you know, for, for working workload and it seems manageable, you know, that, and that's one thing that Leaving Cert students will be wondering as well. Yeah. Coming from the Leaving Cert, especially your college obviously operates differently and mm. you're required to do more independent work and be yeah. more responsible that way. But, you know, it seems manageable and the workload and yeah. especially if, if you're even interest in it also. Mm. But um, one thing that I've heard mentioned and I still can't wrap my head around uh, is law pathways and maybe you can talk us through that as well yeah I, I can certainly talk you through my my current understanding of it <laughs> um i i can't say i suppose a, a warning i can't say i'm the most informed on what the law pathways is because it was brought in shortly after us okay essentially when i was filling out my cao application form there were law and you know law and this were entirely separate degree choices what that's now been blended down to is um, law pathways is what goes on your CAO. And it's an introductory year of law with specialization after that introductory year. Okay. So it basically allows you to get a flavor for, you know, the different disciplines, different areas of law, 
Whereas we would have had to select that from the start and we would have committed to that as our degree. Um, okay. So if you want to do law and business or uh, law clinical, which would have like a commercial placement instead of an Erasmus year, all of that now happens after a year's university experience. So it just means that you have a little bit more of a qualified idea. Okay. You know, it's like being asked to... Uh, well, I suppose that that is what was being asked of us, was to know what you wanted to do three years down the line for your Erasmus year. And I opted for Erasmus, and it's great that that worked out, but Law Pathways allows you another year with a much more qualified decision. Hey, maybe I want to go work in more of a kind of European law area, so an Erasmus year would be really good for me. Or I know now that I want to be a solicitor, a year's placement with a firm would be like a huge asset to yeah. my career. Okay. And you get to make that after a year of studying the modules, you know, making, like creating the basis of your network, yeah. speaking to firms, speaking to different, and, and like hearing different ideas in college as well. Um, so it's a really exciting, like reformation of, of the way that we used to have to approach yeah. the CAO. That seems like a good approach. Um, oh, 100%. I'm, je- I'm jealous that it existed. I don't think I made the wrong call but it would have been great to have the exposure yeah. as well, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so in terms of graduating then, you know, yeah. what options are available to a graduate? Because I know I've heard before that a lot of people studying law don't actually become a solicitor. Most people For sure. a solicitor or a barrister. Mm. So yeah, in your experience, what options and what paths can you go down? So something that, you know, X person who's, who's going into a legal degree will hear all the time is that it's a great tool to have in your arsenal like even if you don't want to go into practice either as a solicitor or a barrister law is an incredibly versatile degree to have with you because of the the attitudes and the skills that it affords however over the course of your degree in UCC we we get exposed a lot to solicitors firms and like you know the idea of being a solicitor or being a barrister is pushed quite heavily it's, it's not, I don't mean that as a negative reflection on UCC, it's because firms do a hell of a lot for us in terms of like giving funding and working with the law society. Yeah. The reason that we have a lot of opportunities as law students in UCC is down to firms and their sponsorship. Yeah. But everything from journalism to diplomacy, working in European law, working in human rights, um, you know, freelance, pro bono, family law, all of this kind of stuff, small practice, all the way to like, Oh, if you wanted to be a newsreader, you know, it, yeah. like being a law graduate shows that you have, above anything else, a work ethic. Um, it shows that you can dedicate yourself to ideas and, and to things you don't understand and overcome them. And then that you are a critical thinker and an analytical thinker. Uh, and, and that above anything is what carries out of a law degree. So like, it's a fantastic opportunity and it's, it is as versatile as everyone says it is. You just need to be working on what you think you want to do after. Okay, yeah, very. That's very well said. Um, you know, it, it's uh, it, that is really reassuring as well mm. to hear for someone that wants to study law. It's an exciting degree. Yeah, it is. Um, is there anything you'd say to a leaving cert student that wants to study law? And any advice or one thing you'd say to them? One thing I'd say, two, uh, two things I'd say quickly, I suppose, or one thing I'd say, check first, like contact someone who's studying law or someone who has studied it go to a lecture if you can listen to one if you can't yeah. and look at the notes 
it is structured very differently to how we think it would be. Um, and then the second point is put some work into how you learn and maximizing your ability to learn in your own way. Instead of taking notes like everyone else does, work on developing your skill to memorize because it will carry you a lot further than doing it the same way everyone else does. Okay, okay, very good. Fantastic advice. Um, I think we've covered everything, Tommy. So I think so. Listen, thanks so much again for your time. Yeah, man, thanks for having me. It's a pleasure. So I hope you found this week's episode helpful. And as always, hearing from our listeners is something we love. So if there are any other courses you want covered in this podcast, feel free to drop us a message on any of our social channels or you can email us at hello at uni.ie. Keep in mind, if you're struggling to decide what to study in college, you're not alone. Many students have a hard time nailing down the perfect college course for them. If you want a helping hand, then remember Uni's college course recommendation software uses AI and cutting edge technology to help find the best fit college course for you. To find out more, head over to uni.ie. That's Y-O-O-N-I and find your uni fit.